Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Rays your first listen every day. And remember, the Locked On Rays podcast is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us, Locked On Rays at gmail.com. Well, your Tampa Bay Rays sweep the Miami Marlins, win the AL East title, regular season title, improve to 97 and 59, still the best record in the American League. All told, Ulysses, I think a pretty good weekend. And with that, it is time for our takeaways, observations, and what we learned over the past couple of days in Rays baseball land. Great way of saying it, right? Pretty good weekend if you're a race fan. Back-to-back AL East division championships. Uh, that banner is going up there next year. So uh-huh. if you are an early planner, make sure to uh, get some uh, time off from work because mm-hmm. you probably are going to get a day game. <laughs> it's probably going to be against the Yankees or, or the Orioles, it's, it seems like. So that should be fun. I think everybody had a lot of yeah. fun. We went on Saturday. Uh, the, the crowd was lively. Uh, it was the biggest crowd of, of the of the season. People had a lot of fun on Sunday, too. Uh, we got a DM on Instagram by Jason Carter, who's actually stationed in Chucktown. And he drove all the way down seven plus hours with his boys, Wyatt and Garrett. It was Garrett's birthday. And they spent Sunday with the Rays, seeing that sweep being finalized. They saw the Wizard of Boz pitch yesterday. So good for them. Happy birthday, Garrett. I hope you had a good time. You know, if you make that drive, I think if your drive, we've got some listeners up in the Melbourne area, all across the state. If you're driving two, three, seven hours to uh, to watch the Rays, you should get a little bit of a parking pass. Yeah. You should... You should explain your residency. This is where I live. This is what I have to do to get here. Can you give me a little break on the parking, please? You know, they're going to call us locked on parking. You yeah, know, it's it, we, we really focus on the parking, but it's something we believe in. OK, yes. so uh, we, can, we can't stop not uh, pointing it out. No, but really, it was a great weekend for everybody. Uh, I'm just so impressed. I, you know, I know that we have to have takeaways, but mm-hmm. mine is just like an overall feeling. It, it, it's it's I'm impressed about the way how two young guys saw an opportunity, Kevin, and they just ran with it with their hard work and their talent. And and, and Shane Boss and Drew Rasmussen will be starting for the race in the playoffs. There yeah. is just no way that they do not. Uh, if they do not, it's it's a crime against baseball. I think that they would be sued by all fans. Yes. Of the whole 30 base, uh, 30 fan bases. So. I'm expecting Shane Boss to pitch six innings in the playoffs. I'm expecting Drew Rasmussen to pitch six innings behind Shane McClanahan, who has been nailed since about July. So Mm -hmm. uh, those three guys, it's such a fun time to be a Tampa Bay Rays fan. Oh, by the way, have I not mentioned Luis Patino and his electric stuff? Right. Literally, El Electrico. So I'm still with the Walker Patino, though. I'm still with the with the as a game four. Yeah, a piggyback, and then you can use um, 
some of the, the bullpen arms that you use maybe for Drew Rasmussen in game two and then put him in game four. So you give that game three a little bit of breathing room because, you know, Shane Boz can have a little bit of more length uh, as a starter. Uh, but I'm excited that that's my overall. Yeah. I'm just so impressed that young guys took it. They saw an opportunity and they took it. No, that's great. And do you still have it? So if the ALDS was to start today, it would be. Shane McClanahan, number one, Drew Rasmussen, number two, and then Shane Boz, number three, or after what Shane Boz did yesterday, getting into the sixth inning, the Rays let him out, let him ride a little bit to 82 pitches. Do you flip-flop Boz and Rasmussen for that number two spot? I do not, and and I think we mentioned this on on, on Friday. I want to have the guys that give me the, the most length to not be in back-to-back days. Mm-hmm. So I, Shane can give, can give you length. And Shane, and Shane Boss, the two Shanes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, um, this is going to get complicated. McClanahan can give you innings. Boss can give you innings. So I won them game one and game three. So in game two, that that Drew Rasmussen star, for example, if he only gives you five innings and you have to use the bullpen, they can rest in game three where Shane can give you length. Right. And then they're ready for game four if something goes off the rails with Waka Patino. Um, which I think it's how they're going to line it up. Dietrich Enns is now has been now optioned. So I I feel like everybody that's in the major league roster, we've got six games left folks. Like this is it. Like the the roster is basically set. Yeah. And this is a huge time for Shane Boz, sort of in a way, the ACE in the hole, the secret weapon for the Rays in the postseason because not to harp on the negatives, but we've seen the bullpen slide a bit, a, a little bit as of late. There's been some guys that have maybe brought up some, some questions. I think your boy, Pete Fairbanks, probably still looking too hot. Bro, uh, Chagua has had some struggles. Anderson is not the same guy. McHugh even got knocked around a little bit. Kittredge isn't back. Whistler isn't back. You need guys you, you got to have guys that can give you five, six innings. At some point, there's going to be a breaking point with you can only have so many guys. It's funny. Kyle Bodie, who is the developer of Driveline and worked for the Cincinnati Reds, no longer works for them. But he basically their their pitching guru said uh, at some point, teams are going to have to get back to being old school and developing starters and not just being, oh, we only use them for once or twice through the order because there's only a certain limit on how many guys that can throw 95, 97 with a slider. You can only go to the well too many times. You're going to run out of guys in AAA well, at some point, or they're going to get hurt, or they're not going to be able to perform. Yeah, there's a lot of guys with big arms, but can you keep going to them without them getting figured out or, or not, or, or, or still producing long term? Well, it's just a st- statistical odds too. If you're going to use like six guys. It only takes one guy to have a meltdown for you to basically get derailed mm-hmm. off the game. So it, it's just you're playing. It's it's like winning uh, at roulette. You win once, you win twice, three times. Like, are you still yeah. gonna go? You know, all on red, all on black. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like you know you might have to cash in your chips, but they keep doing it. It has worked so far. Uh, but yeah, the playoffs are tricky and, and we saw how they basically just ran Nick Anderson yeah. to the ground again, Nick Anderson, uh, allowing that run, uh, yesterday. I know it's a home run, but, uh, I, I, I don't know how I feel about Nick Anderson still. I, I just, yeah. 
B squad still. I would not put him in high leverage situations. I know yesterday, you know, he had a bit of a lead, two run lead. So I guess you could give it to him. But um, in the playoffs, yeah. do you put Nick Anderson at a three one game against the Houston Astros, against the White Sox, against the Jays in the ninth inning, three one? Yeah, it's one thing to do it against the Marlins at home in a game where you've already clinched the division. And it's one thing to do it in the ALDS, the ALCS, or the World Series. So we're going to have to see with that. I love that you mentioned Shane Boz. Uh, he definitely lived up to expectations My goodness. with his second start. And I I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I figured as much. If he was going to dominate, for the most part, the Toronto Blue Jays, I was like, surely he would dominate the Miami Marlins. And he did that and more so going five and two-thirds, just one walk, three hits, and nine punch outs. And what I really love, hot take here, Shane Boz could be next year, he could be the opening day starter. Ooh. I would not be surprised if that decision was made. I mean, right now, I know that Shane has a little bit of more pedigree than the other two, than Drew and and, and the other Shane. Yeah, My Shane McClanahan. You're we're, just going to have to yeah, say We're going to have to say last names. Okay, we're just yeah. Mac and Boz. Yeah. Um, and you, you can't even say like SB. You got or, <laughs> uh, No, well, you could do SM and SB, right, I guess. But yeah. it's still too much. Uh, Shane Mack. There you go. So, so I know the pedigree is a little bit more. And, and he has got a little bit more high leverage or more of an advantage to get that opening day start in 2022. Shane Mack does. Uh-huh. But I think it's open season in opening day in, tra- in spring training. It's like, yeah, who wants it? Take it. it it's a, it's out there. You guys is, can go fight for it. Go. Yeah, it is out there. And Boz threw 82 pitches, 44 fastballs, 21 curveballs, nine changeups, nine sliders, multiple multiple out pitches, yes. which is huge. And you just love to see how he works against the hitters. And you've got the changeup moving in one direction, the curveball moving in another direction, the fastball, he can throw it right in the heart of the plate, but it has so much spin, so much velocity, so much carry that guys still can't time it up or make good contact with it. They're either going to swing through it or pop it up for the most part. It and, seems like it's defying gravity, that yeah. high fastball. It's just, it would just keep going up. Right. It's it, it's amazing um, to, and, to see him pitch. And really the best thing, I mean, maybe not the best thing, but one thing that really catches my eye is the ability to locate his breaking stuff in the zone, but still yes. not be hit. You, how many great, how many guys with his stuff, his velocity, his action just bounce breaking balls in the dirt? I think there's a, there was one perfect uh, example of this. I think it was three and oh. He goes high fastball. Uh, Jesus Sanchez swings through it. Mm-hmm. Then 3 1, he goes change up. Just dirty, dirty bottom of the zone in the middle of the plate, but yeah. bottom of the zone for a strike two. To have that wherewithal, uh, that, that confidence in your stuff, 90 mile an hour change up, bottom of the zone to, to a slugger. Great. Yeah. I mean, just, just good stuff. This is great. And we get to see him one more start people, one more start against the Yankees at the end of the season. We'll see how that goes. Hopefully it goes well. Cause if it goes well, then the ego, the, the confidence is skyrocket for the playoffs is exactly what you want for these young starters is to mm-hmm. go into the playoffs with so much enthusiasm. Uh, and, and I know it's going to be, it's going to be nerve wracking, but to be positive about themselves, to be in a good mental health state would be 
tremendous. Yes. Um, we're confident about Shane Boz. We're confident about the Rays. We're also, I think, Ulysses in agreement that we're confident with DirecTV. Oh, my goodness. Of Confident, of course. I, today, I want you all to know about a simple way to get all of that entertainment that you love without the hassle. DirecTV Stream brings your live TV on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part of it all, you know me, I hate annual contracts. Kevin Wise does too, and we know that you do too. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. I'll say it one more time. That's directtv.com. We also want to tell you about an incredible app that everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's Get Upside. Listeners can make up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use promo code BASEBALL to get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump any longer. Get cash back using Get Upside. You can cash out any time to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Again, just download the free Get Upside app and use promo code BASEBALL to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Okay, Ulysses, uh, getting to uh, one of my takeaways or observations from the weekend, I've got a question. Ooh. Uh, who is going to be the American League Rookie of the Year? Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, I said it from the beginning. If Randy hit 25 bombs, it was his to lose. Like, it, it just just mail him the trophy already. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not there yet. Uh, I believe he is at 19. But let me check real quick. Um, he's 19, though. Do you know? Yes, I believe it's 19. Yeah, 19. 19 home runs, 68 RBI, 16 stolen bases, 273 average. A 353 on base with an OPS of 810. I like it. I, I'm still, I'm still, you know, going for Randy. I know some people think Adolis Garcia's uh, arm basically merits, uh, and and his strong power, of course, merits the the Rookie of the Year award. But I'm still going for my boy Randy. Any chance at Wander Franco if he breaks? the on-base streak that Frank Robinson currently holds. This is how much of a chance for the people that are on YouTube. Zero. Zero chance. Mm, Zero chance. He got hurt. I'm sorry. Not enough. Not enough of a sample size. Yeah. Just not enough. I'm sorry. That sucks. That sucks. That would have been really cool because he had enough time to make to 83 games, have some substantial sample size. No. Yeah. Zero. It's really unfortunate. I would think if he hadn't gotten injured, if he had played at least half the season, mm-hmm. 80 games, 81 games, yes. then he would definitely be in the running and in the conversation. But you can't argue that Randy has played really more than twice as many games exactly. as Wander. Yeah. Randy has played 137 games this season. Has Randy been on the injured list at all? I don't believe so. Okay. So he so stayed, he stayed healthy, healthy. Yeah. All year long, which I think is certainly a credit to him. And if you look at some of the metrics, 
Randy is actually tied with Adolis Garcia in war. According to fan graphs, uh, Randy leads all rookies in runs with 90 doubles with 31 walks with 50 and stolen bases as well. As I recall, he's fifth in homers fourth in RBI. And you look at wander. He's man. I, I just wish he would have stayed healthy because yeah. it would be such a close race. I think, uh, you know who leads all rookies in OPS and who leads all rookies in WRC plus right now? Well, I love these types of tones for questions because uh-huh. it makes it really easy. I'm going to go with a wonder Franco. You would be correct. And again, he was, it's no surprise that the Rays look, it's the Marlins. I get it. But that the Rays had a little pep in their step that they handily yeah. Beat the Marlins with as you should. on the field. Yeah, as you should. You want to go to the World Series. You want to win the World Series. You got to beat the Orioles, right? And they did eighteen to one. Like that's a lot. Like that's like, oh man, maybe you should have mm-hmm. lost a couple. But no, you, they handled what they needed to handle. S- exactly the same thing yeah. with the Marlins. Exactly. And what, uh, Randy might be Rookie of the Year, and this is no disrespect to Randy, but there is absolutely no doubt. No doubt in my mind that Wander will be and might already be a better player and a more impactful player to the Rays and one of the best in baseball. You watch him over the weekend and man, Valley Sports really put up a great little metric here. Uh, Wander this year and let's keep in mind, he's 20 years old. He has 51 hits and 46 swing and misses. He's gotten more hits than he has whiffs. That's How ridiculous. unbelievable is that? And I've said this before. Every day he looks more confident and more comfortable. He's not getting beat by high velocity. In fact, he's getting ahead of high velocity. He's pulling 96 fastballs for doubles or triples or whatever it may be. And just wait until some of he's probably had about half a dozen doubles that have gone off the wall. Yeah. Just wait till he's 21, 22 gets a little bit stronger, figures out the launch angle and the perfect contact point. You're going to see a lot more dingers from wander, but man, everything about him just exudes fun, excitement, energy. There is not another player on the Rays, nor maybe in baseball who is as fun to watch running the bases as he does. And he exudes so much confidence. Yes. And not, not only like that, that he has confidence in himself and in his abilities, but you as a fan, you are confident, oh, something good is going to happen. Something yeah. good is going to happen in this at bat. And that is that is refreshing because as a race fan who has been through the thick of it and and remembers lineups where you had – Elliot Johnson, Gabe Gross, and 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 you know, you know all stars, like it just blank, yeah. blank, blank, and you're like, oh my goodness, like are we actually going to score? Yeah. It was a no hitter alert yeah. every every day of the season for three seasons in a row. Yeah, to have a guy like this that you're just so confident in his abilities, it's kind of like how I see Taylor Walls mm-hmm. at shortstop. With the glove, any ball that's hit into the shortstop, I can put my feet up. I'm like, that's an out. Yeah, that's so great to have as a fan. One of the things that you can see is the improvement as the season went on with Wander. Uh, remember the splits, mm-hmm. the splits between righty and lefty. How right. he, him uh, against righties, he really wasn't hitting the ball. Uh, now that that has actually uh, started to get uh, not even, but. He's hitting 250 with an OPS of 709. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's respectable. That's yeah. respectable. Folks, look at those numbers a month ago. Not good. Yeah, not good. So he has actually just improved his game overall, and, and that's that's fantastic. He's 20 years old, yeah. Kevin. He's 20 years old. You can only be – it's only the beginning for this guy. It's awesome. Is it fair to say when you watch him, and he's so patient, he if there's a pitch he doesn't like and he doesn't think he can drive, he will lay off of it. He's not afraid of laying off of it. And yeah. there's also, again, or he'll just foul him back until he gets one yes. that he can drive. But he seems, and I don't know if this is hyperbole or not. I'm not trying to say that Wander is already better than Nelson Cruz, but oh does Wander get fooled less often than Nelson Cruz? I can tell you that the, the strike zone discipline is just unreal. Yeah. The, 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 the recognition of pitches is just – I haven't seen yeah. this in a, in a long, long time. And who knows? Maybe it's Nelson getting up there in age. Maybe I know he's been sick and True. It's, it's a long season I don't and think, so forth. Uh, but he, he, he can get caught looking foolish sometimes. Sure, and I think everybody does. And I think Wander has too. Um, just it, lately. It, but, but yeah, but it's just that – he has something else. And, yeah. and honestly, I feel like there is no comparable, uh, damn it. <laughs> there is no comp to yeah. be made with Wander, uh, here. He's just Wander. And, yeah. and, and it, it's such a unique thing. We talk about windows of opportunities, Kevin, all the time mm-hmm. in, on this show, three years, uh, going to the playoffs, back to back AL East division championships. We're in it. Race fans, we're in the window of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Don't think like, oh, in the future, this is it. I'm not saying like this year or bust, but we're in the middle of it. And I know that people are going to be saying on social media, oh, this is going to be a dynasty for nobody can make it a dynasty. Nobody. There are, is no franchise that is just going to the World Series 10 years in a row. It just doesn't happen. We're in the middle of it right now. In the middle yeah. of it right now. I think we might just have to clarify what our definition of dynasty is. If it's Alabama football that's winning a national championship every year, then no. But if it's a team that makes the playoffs, you know, seven out of 10 years or seven out of 12, oh, 14 years. That's then, great. Yeah, that's great. But I'm saying don't think that this is common and it's now going to be commonplace. Right. The Texas Rangers also thought that. Okay, that is true, and, and and they went to the the playoffs in five years out of seven in back to back World Series. So let's just be mindful of that. Let's enjoy this. I let's think that's really yeah, enjoy this. That's the uh, modus operandi. There is to really enjoy the moment and what is going on. And so many tremendous rookies between Wander, the Shanes, is Drew Rasmussen a rookie? I don't even know. I don't I know think what so, his yeah. eligibility is. Randy Rosarina. The list goes on and on with that. So. Man, it's a it's a good good time to be a Rays fan, uh, Ulysses. I did mention, um, you know, Wander maybe forming into his power at some point. One thing that maybe help uh, may be able to help him immediately: a belt bar, a belt bar or two might allow him to turn those doubles into bombs. You know, prop it. I think if Wander Franco sees the list of uh, flavors that built bar has to offer. I think he's a strawberry guy. Okay. I think he's, a, I see him as a strawberry guy. Um, and, and I think he would love the macros. They're 17 to 18 grams in protein. Calories are ranging from 130 to 180, uh, four to five grams, sugar, four to five grams, net carbs. They're 
all have amazing flavors. They're all tasty. They're all healthy. And it's actually really simple to get a really good deal. You go to built.com and in that promo code box, you put locked 15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you will get 15% off on that order. Maybe you order strawberry, maybe you go German chocolate, maybe you go mint brownie, maybe you go coconut. I don't know. That's for you to find out. Uh, so again, go to built.com, use promo code locked 15 and get yourself some built bars today. Well, Ulysses, the weekend wasn't all fine and dandy. There was a little bit of an asterisk with, uh, how much fun and enjoyable and, and eating up the success of the Rays, And that was news breaking during the game on Saturday when we should have been focusing on what was going on at the, uh, on the field in the moment when uh, Topkin, Mark Topkin, Tampa Bay Times uh, Rays beat reporter, releases an article that uh, says and states that the Rays will tout the Montreal plan during the postseason with a little sign or banner in the right field foul territory. So that's what we're going to be looking at and I guess not looking forward to, but they're, they're leaning into this one. They're leaning into this one for uh, this October. And I'll tell you what, uh, business-wise, business sense, uh, incredibly smart. Mm-hmm. Just like there are smart front office, we always clap at them. They're handling this Montreal uh, situation in their sense yeah. Look what I'm saying, people. In their sense of how they have to capitalize on it, perfectly. All eyes will be on the race in the national stage. National media will be at the Tropicana, uh, Tropicana Field. Mm-hmm. Um, people are going to be talking about it in national, in national forums. That gets the conversation going. That's exactly what they want. Ultimately, I think it's just, like I've said many times, it's just a... a, a uh, can I say bully, uh, a bullyish, uh, uh, you know, it, tactic, I guess. tactic. Thank yeah. you. A bullyish tactic to get Pinellas and Hillsborough to play nice with each other and, 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 and give Stu a stadium. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Give me a stadium, give me the redevelopment, uh, a Tropicana field, um, or, or give me a stadium paid by the city in Tampa. That's what it is. It sucks that in back-to-back AL East championship years, uh, we have to be talking about this. No other franchise except for maybe um, the Oakland A's would have to uh, do this. And it sucks because we should all just be focused uh, focused on on this team, on, on, on the personalities that this team has a lot of. And we're talking about this. And so we, we have a platform. And uh, as big or sm- as small as it is, we, we, we're going to talk about it. But I, I do want to say I hate this. Yeah. I hate having to talk about this. And uh, I call horse blank, uh-huh. bull blank uh-huh. on Topkin or Silverman rather saying, we, we, well, yeah, we, we in the beginning, we, we uh, fans were really skeptical about this. But we've heard from fans that they're, they're really coming around to the idea. Who are these fans? Who are these people that are coming around to it? At Outside s- of Jane Castor, I don't know anybody else that is on board with this thing. At Silverman, if you ever hear this podcast, anybody that knows Silverman, Get us on this podcast. Get, yeah. get on this podcast. Tell me who are the fans who have actually said, I know zero fans that about are behind on this. Zero. Yeah. Do not lie. Do not lie to people. Mm-hmm. 
people were actually wearing like anti-Stu Sternberg shirts at the Trop the other day. You would think that a team that has made the playoffs three consecutive years, that has been one of the most successful franchises in all of baseball and maybe all of sports. With the best front office. Yes, since 2008, would love its ownership group and appreciate its ownership group. And you'd be wrong. You'd be dead completely wrong. Yeah. And you would think that uh, I don't even want to get into the whole thing, but it's it's just a shame. And you know what? I don't want to call out uh, Topkin. Basically, he was just regurgitating what uh, Neil Solons did in his interview with Matt Silverman. But you right. talk about softball questions, just tossing it up for Silverman. I mean, I, I know Neil Solons works for the team, gets paid by the team as a in a way, a, a PR machine for the team, but you, you could have made the questions a little bit tougher than, is there anything you would like to say about the sister city project? Anything you would like to clarify? How are discussions going at this point? Are they going well? It's it was, great to hear. I, we're all looking forward to it. It was a player. It was a position player pitching. That was, yeah. that was what Neil Solons did. Just here you go. It was Sandy Leone, although he actually did pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Uh, You know, come on. It it was Williams Astudillo pitching. Exactly. To uh, what was this this kid? Uh, Yermin Mercedes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's just lobbing in there. Neil, how about do a little rotator cuff action here? Okay. Do this and then (laughs) heat it up. (laughs) Throw some sliders Uh. at Silverman. How about that? It, uh, just unbelievable that they're willing to just straight up lie yeah. and say that there are fans that are into this. No, I know zero fans. I know zero fans. And you know what? If you're a locked on race listener, here we go. You know, we've, all, we've always said we will read however many emails that you send us, no matter if you agree with us or disagree with us. We don't care. We just want to engage with you. We want to give you this platform that we have for you to share your thoughts. If you are a fan that believes in the Montreal uh, split city uh, concept. DM us. Yeah, on Twitter you have the Twitter here. You have the Twitter over there for for Kevin. You have the Twitter below at yeah. Locked On Race on Twitter on on Instagram Locked On Race at gmail.com. If you believe in this split city uh, proposal, please let us know. Let yeah. us know because I I know zero fans that 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 would support this well even if you don't i kind of want to hear everybody's take and opinion i mean sure 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 i'm just saying i don't believe matt silverman when he says that there are fans coming around to the idea yeah what do you just pull front office workers at the truck (laughs) yeah Yeah. did did he ask ushers did he ask you know uh eric neander's you know cousin right you know like who are you asking really yeah, it's really crazy, and you mentioned how the national media is going to, they will be at the TROP and engulfing the TROP and being part of the playoffs, and it's a shame that the talking points will be directed away from the what team. amazing feats this team has made. You're yeah. going to get questions about that sign in right field territory. Kevin Cass is going to be asked it. Uh, the rookies are going to be asked about it. The veterans are going to be asked about it. And it's just another distraction. And, you know, the Canadian media, I've had about enough of the Canadian media already between the Kevin Kiermeyer data card gate thing. So now we're going to send a couple Montreal re- reporters to really rile up everything and go from there. It's just a, a shame that 
that's probably going to be some of the first questions asked by a Jeff Passan yeah. and some of these guys. Not the Wander Franco's having a great season. Shane McClanahan's having a great season. You know what? Randy Rosarina might be rookie of the year. Uh, look at how this team is, has transitioned and transformed from last year to this year and what they're doing with you know, one of the lowest payrolls in all of baseball. It's, well, yeah, I see that sign in, in right field. Foul. What do you think about that Montreal this whole Montreal thing. I, I'm going to be optimistic and, and hope that, you know, the, the national media does not focus too much on it. I know there's going to be questions about it, but I really do think that this team is so entertaining. It's, it's so complex. It's so, you know, well put together that there are more questions than a right field um, Montreal city. I would hope so. Uh, uh, proposal. But there are sign. going to be people. So I, so. I mean, but they, the Montreal newspapers and news media. Oh, I'm sure they're going to go they, nuts. Yeah. They're, they're going to fly. I mean, there was a Montreal reporter yeah. In the press box over the weekend, the last couple of days. Yeah. So that's that's where we've gotten to this point. Last thing, and again, just wanna we do like to reiterate and bring this up, and we we have flowing thoughts here. Fast forward to 2027. Ulysses, the Rays are A playing in Tampa Bay full time, B relocated to a Nashville, some other city other than Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is not a city, but you get my point. They are playing full-time in, in Nashville, Charlotte, San Antonio, wherever. C, they are splitting a season between Tampa Bay and Montreal. Or D, they are splitting a season with Montreal and some other city besides the Tampa Bay area. So Montreal and Nashville, Montreal and Charlotte, A, B, C, or D. I, I'll still have to say, hey, man. Okay. I, I, I feel like um, the split city is just not going to happen. I see relocation to Portland, Oregon, to Des Moines. Des Moines. <laughs> I don't know about Des Moines. I don't know about Des Moines. I've never been to Des Moines, but I've yeah. seen pictures. I, I, I kind of like that. I think it's low on the list. Orlando might be more ahead All than I'm saying Des is they see relocation more feasible than the split city concept. I just do not see how MLBPA w would say yeah. yes to that. I, I really don't think so. I, that would be so crazy for players to to say yes to. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't think that's that's reasonable. And we can get on it, but it, it would just be too long of a show. So yes. I'll just say that. Do you agree with me or do you see uh, something else? I think it's either relocation or Tampa Bay full-time. Exactly. Okay. Relocation full-time or Tampa Bay full-time. Let's, uh, let's, let's end the show with not stadium talk. Just real quick, the next 30 seconds. This team has gone 7-3, folks. Yeah, 7-3 in the last 10. Four-game uh, winning streak. This is a good team. They have now their, their last six games. They have 97 wins. Can they reach 100? Can they mm. reach 100? They would only have to win one against the, the Astros, two against the Yankees, or vice versa. Can they win five? Can they make that happen, a sweep ah. and then a, another uh, victory? That would be interesting. But I am going to say, well, actually, I want to hear you say this. Do the Rays get to 100 wins, Kevin Weiss? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Because they still have something to play for here. I like they it. They still want the best record in the American League for that home field advantage throughout the majority of the playoffs. And you also want to make a statement against the Yankees. You might legitimately have a chance to knock the Yankees oh. out of the playoff pit picture. You beat the Yankees. You sweep the rank, uh, the Yankees. You do damage to the Yankees. 
Maybe a Seattle enters the picture. Maybe an Oakland Ooh. enters the picture. You I never know what happens in a one-game playoff. Maybe Oakland knocks off Boston or Toronto, and you're facing Oakland. So I would say it's not – don't be putting the – don't be letting off the pedal right now. So just keep going. I say they get to triple digits. I think that's an important thing for them. What a cherry on top for a, a tremendous season. Knock the Yankees. Yes. Bah, 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 bah. That's it. Also, uh, uh, Stu Sternberg did not, did not get me for parking. We have Good. our trade secrets. Good. That Good is for you. That it, it's, you know, I don't know if it's quite as secretive as uh, the Blue Jays data card, but man, <laughs> do I and maybe we have a great parking situation and that will never be revealed. Nobody will ever find to our grave. <laughs> this parking loophole will remain. All right. On that note, thanks again for making the Locked on Rays podcast your first listen every day. And we will be back tomorrow. In the meantime, check out the Locked on Bets podcast. <laughs>